that's a cure. Good evening, it's Brian Byrne here on Cam Glen Radio's In Between Days, and that was from 1985, believe it or not. I always feel a bit ancient when I'm talking about songs in the last century, which still sound new to me, but anyway, that's the way it is. But uh, I'll be here with you to 8 o'clock, uh, hand over the reins to Stephen Payton, 8 10. But I'm delighted to be joined live in the studio tonight by Tony Costello from Tiana Bibles. Uh, Tony, thanks for coming in. Thanks for having us. Cheers. And Gary Kane, uh, the main man at Button Up Records. Gary John Kane, but I'll let you off for that. Um, <laughs> good to be back. Like it's good to be here. Full Sunday name. <laughs> <laughs> Tony, do you have any other names you want me to call you? Uh, uh, Sadie, Sadie. Sadie. Friday. Sadie, <laughs> that's your Friday name. Mm-hmm. So as I say, uh, Tony has joined me tonight. Uh, Tiana Vibles, I've got a brand new album out just now. I've been playing it for a few weeks. Uh, it's called Free Milk. Um, Tony, so thank you so much for coming in. Thank you. Appreciate your time. Um, so Gary sent me through the album maybe about for a few weeks ago, the end of December. So mm. I've been kind of playing it on my show since then. We've had you as the artist of the week. I appreciate that. Thanks very much. Um, so I, I'm going to picked four songs off the album, which uh, only got down to four this afternoon because I had it down to six. The album is absolutely brilliant. I'm absolutely, you must be so chuffed with it. Aye, we're, we're delighted with how it's went. Um, Kano's obviously been, been brilliant for us as well. So aye, it's just a... Honestly, I, I feel like I'm kind of just sickening everybody with saying thanks. <laughs> um, but the support we've had's just been phenomenal. So no. again, thank you, and that'll be me. The thank yous are done. Thanks are, <laughs> thanks are always good on a Friday. Um, so we, how, when did the band get together? Uh, years ago. Now, so like, uh, I mean, we've been going for over ten years now, um, and uh, we're obviously we're, we're all very close um, friends anyway. Uh, my brother's in the band. Um, our, our best friend Mikey as well, um, from primary school, and, and James. Um, we all, we all lived together at one point as well. And what in, in the same flat? Aye, it was like the young ones, but <laughs> the young uh, ones the Glasgow version. Uh-huh. Which is, much darker. <laughs> is, that, is that for a whole different show? Aye, aye. Is well, that we'll after? Them. Aye, my uh, dog's listening in. Uh, is that it's only the, six months. Is that after the watershed? Aye, show? it definitely is. Aye. Good aye. stuff, good stuff. So I'll talk about the band, because I mean, I started doing this in 2016, and uh, when I came in, um, I was brand new to this, and the, you know, a guy who was on the station at the time highlighted you as a band way back then you mm-hmm. know so i i played uh kind of oh, which essentially is early stuff i mm-hmm. guess so i've been aware of you for many many years and i'm del- see what I, gary had got in touch via the the world wide web face blunder <laughs> um an album was coming out so i was i was absolutely delighted and sent me the album through and it's absolutely brilliant ah uh, thanks man thanks so we're going to uh, kick off the show with uh, the first track that i've picked off the album, um, the album Free Milk, and the first track I picked is The Wave. Can you tell us anything about that? Uh, I, well, I think we, we almost uh, left that off the album. We were kind of due to go in and record, um, and we were in rehearsing um, before doing that. And as often happens, we, we ourselves and probably a lot of bands, we are not thinking about writing something just kind of happens uh-huh. um, so we were kind of re- rehearsing the album um, and the, the, the guys just kind of broke into this groove and, and I managed to put a vocal on it pretty quickly um, when we went to the studio um, Seven West Studios to record the, the, the album itself we, we ran through it quickly and we thought you know what 
we're kind of well versed in what we're doing. Why don't we just try to throw that one out there? And, and um, Chris Marshall and Johnny Madden, who produced the album, were like, you, know, you just record it. Why yeah. not do it? So yeah. um, I think because of that, it's, it's got a good energy to it. Um, yeah. and, and we managed to catch that at the time. So i happy we did it. You know, definitely, as I say, uh, I've picked four tracks off the album, so that's the first one I've picked off. This is a brand new album by Tiana Bibles, uh, album's First Milk, uh, and this is The Wave. to the Cam Glen Express every Friday night showcasing music from every continent around the world and beyond Fridays from 8pm on 107.9 FM Cam Glen Radio It's out there Yes it is, uh, Stephen Payton he'll be on at 8 o'clock, 8 till 10 stick around till then that was The Wave by Tiana Bibles off their new album Free Milk joined the studio tonight by Tony Costello, the lead singer from the band Tiana Bibles, the name of the band. Mm-hmm. How did that come out? Uh, I was watching a film and um, somebody kind of mentioned it and, and it stuck out to me. We uh-huh. had been discussing band names for 
uh, some time, and I kind of wanted this sort of juxtaposition uh, um, where you know Tijuana being this kind of chaotic sounding place and and Bibles, um, supposedly a kind of innocent sounding thing, but it's probably. There's quite a lot going on in that as well, isn't there, that would what, make r- Tijuana blush. Totally. Aye, but um, <laughs> no, I, I, I just like the, the, the sound of it. Um, obviously, if you Google it, it's, uh, that, that isn't the route we went down and went, oh, let's, oh, let's have that. Um, but, uh, I mean, like most band names, they kind of take on their own meaning just in, in regard to what the music's like at that band and if you like the band or not. So, um uh, it was just that. It was kind of. I think at one point I jotted down Siberian lofts, and I was like, "That's awful, man." No, <laughs> it could have been. You know, it was like it was just the kind of. It was like getting never towards that, that point. Would never come it out. Was so bad, <laughs> it was so bad. So um, bad. I know. But I. It was just. I just wanted a place and something else that kind of. See, I'm a, a total anorak dinosaur. I love reading about you know the backstories to everything. You know where you know the songs and the. You know how they got together and where the name came from and all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff, and um, we 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 did a gig. Doug Scavan did a gig last week in the bungalow, and the big Neil, uh, top man. He's a top man, mm-hmm. trumpet. Yep. Um, <laughs> as I say, he put a, a video of you guys out during the week. I don't know when he recorded it, but it was absolutely brilliant, man. I think so. It was just in in our pal's studio and Brian's studio in Coatbridge. Yeah, it was re- really cool. I mean. As I say, um, but there was this big punk poster up in the headline band, and then they want the support band. It's just, it's got the F word, mm-hmm. F word ups. That, that's the name Falkirk. of the band. So, well, some, no, no. I thought they're just, they're just never going to get any radio. You, you can't edit out the name of the band. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? So, I love all that. I love it. I love it. I'm just saying, we should have called it Wifflet Flats. <laughs> <laughs> Flats. Flats. Well, this is the thing. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, so I'll be chatting to Tony. Tony, throughout the whole show, uh, I'm going to take you back to 1996, and fill me on the bonnet You got me to hitch my knees up And pulled my legs apart You took an instamatic camera And pulled my sleeves around my heart Because you're gorgeous Ice cube on my chest Snapped me till it hurts Because you're gorgeous I'd do anything for you Because you're gorgeous I know you get me through
cheap You paid me 20 pounds You promised to put me in a magazine On every table in every lounge Baby Bird uh, from 1996 and that's your gorgeous I'm Brian Byrne uh, it's Camline Radio 107.9 FM uh, to that announce today unfortunately the sad passing away Annie Nightingale uh, proper uh, radio DJ legend uh, passed away today 83 um, some brilliant shows supported bands really well loads of nice tributes there from various artists and um and as I say, but uh, I loved a, a clip uh, way back, way back in the day uh, when she was on the old grey whistle test, trying her best to keep uh, the the lads from the damned in check, and they were being uh, too suitably chaotic in the background. Uh, so this goes out to Annie Nightingale, who passed away today. This is a damned from Machine Gun Etiquette, and this is just can't be happy today.
Yes, it damned. It's just can't be happy today. But it's Friday. Uh, it's uh, Cam Glenn. I'm joined tonight live in the studio by Tony Costello from Tiana Bibles and Gary John Kane from Button Up Records. Ooh. So, the guys, thanks for coming in. Keep me company. Usually, I'm just sitting here. I've actually had to get dressed up tonight. I usually come here in my pyjamas. Are you dressed up? That's me dressed up. Yeah, Gary, aye. (laughs) (laughs) I look as if I've just come off a a shift at a building site normally, so I've had to do my hair and... You're not fooling anyone, Brian. Uh, You've got the bow tie on and all that. Bow tie. The shorts I like to go your t-shirt. Your skirt's lovely, actually. <laughs> really nice I know, I know. I bought this when I was pregnant. <laughs> 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 so, as I say, yeah, I'm, I'm virtually just a bystander tonight. Tony's been picking some tracks. Um, next up, uh, King of Rock and Roll. Uh, we we, uh, we should say actually we were supposed to have a, a couple of other guests. Mm-hmm. So I thought you were referring to me there, yeah. Brian. Yes. Well, well I'm told that the, the, the so I've had half a can on my yeah. way here. <laughs> <laughs> Apologise. Uh, well, <laughs> this is a, this guy's only going to dream of being Tony Costello from the Tierra <laughs> Bible from Gold Ranch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for sure. For yep. sure. Uh, so as I say, you, you you're on your own. You were supposed to have at least one, and then another, and then I think they they've all patched you to go. To that that night out in the casino, uh, they, you didn't aye, get invited. Aye, that's it. Aye, but do you know they're all they've they've all um, dropped out with the dreaded Largy. Largy, uh, that aye, old so, one. Aye, so James. Uh, he was like, oh, stick a bit of Elvis on. Um, so and he's not even here? Uh, uh, he's not even, that, all three of them are all sharing one big bed. One big bed. No, 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 all the money's going to me and Tony and we're going to head <laughs> off to the Caribbean. <laughs> so I bet one of these big king-sized beds, they'll be sitting there uh, with Don Perry Young, uh, mm. either that or El Dorado. Aye, aye but, and the one big slipper in it. One like. big slipper. One big slipper. Because they'll just see them and they're like, shut up. I know. But honestly, they, the mic, no luck, did, did they put on the, 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 the voice you put on when you phone in sick to work? Uh, no, it was just the text for James. Oh, see, I haven't don't even uh, text him back. So, so you don't James, even get to do that voice now. Who'll be tied you? Yeah, uh, you don't even get into, you know, you, you know that, uh, I'm, I've been up all night, no well. I can't uh, come in to work, but I should be alright tomorrow. You kind of text like that as well. That's the text is like that kind of staggered. Well, no, all you need to do mm-hmm. with text is just put a smiley face at the end, and you're, la- you're fine. But we're coming to Springburn after us. He's put the wee Springburn after us. Oh, oh he's put the wee, the wee green, him out of bed. Aye. the wee green face. Thing. Aye, that thing. Aye, so <laughs> it's serious. <laughs> it's serious. Compl- I'm quite pleased they're keeping their their uh, lurgy to themselves. I don't mind getting the lurgy on a Monday or a Tuesday or a Wednesday or a Thursday, mm-hmm. but on a Friday. Sad. Please well, get well soon. Yeah, get well soon. Yeah, get well soon, James. Yeah, I hope the flowers arrived. That we said. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, they've picked uh, this track from 1959, Elvis Presley on Camglen Radio, and this is Mystery Train. <laughs> Well, that long black train got my baby and gone. Train, train, coming round, round the bend. 
Super Tramp. Beach Boys. To Prince. And everything in between. Tune in to Sharon McGinney's Mixed Bag. Every Tuesday morning from 10 a.m. Only on Cam Glen Radio. Yeah, Tuesday 10. Tune in. Sharon McGinney at Cracking Show. She knows her stuff. Before that, we had Elvis Presley from 1959. That was Mystery Train. Crack and Aye, well, I think James might have planned all of this, so he's lying <laughs> in his bed and he's picked that just so he can go to sleep. Go to sleep, so, he, so he'll sleep through the rest aye, of the show. Aye, I, I have that. I have that affected most people on a Friday night. You, 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 <laughs> it's, my not, show, it's not quite the GBX experience, my show. <laughs> <laughs> no, we play it in the... We love it. So you play it in the Insomnia Award. (laughs) 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 Clears half the bench. No, man, it is. It's it's good tunes all the time, genuinely. Aye, it really is. Cheers, guys. Thanks for coming in. I'm joined tonight by Tony Costello from Tiana Bibles and Gary John Kane, the main man at Button Up Records. Uh, So Tony's been picking some tunes. We'll be negotiating through that the next couple of hours. Um, Next up, Massive Tune from 1992. You've picked one by Rage Against the Machine. What's the thoughts there? Uh, just always loved Rage Against the Machine. Uh, saw them at Tea in the Park. Um, eventually, after they, they had a, a hiatus for God knows how many years. Hiatus. And, and, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, what are uh, I've heard that about our own band. <laughs> I wouldn't know the words otherwise. Um, but um, I just love Rage Against the Machine. Um, everything they stand for. Music with a purpose. And um, I can remember, like, kind of back in the day, my uncle would always slide me Rage Against the Machine CD and, like, kind of with a parental advisory thing on it. Ah. Like, just make sure they <laughs> play that in a, in a Sony Walkman or something. But is like. that, is that just, no, I just want you make, makes you want to play the album. Exactly, as soon as you, as as you see that sticker, you go, oh, that's for me. I mean, we were buzzing to get that. Right. On our album as well. It's like, yeah. Yes. Yeah, yes. We're a legitimate band now that we've got the parental advisory Absolutely. sticker. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I know. So, um, I know Hiatus is a funny thing because uh, the band I'm in, we put a, a, a wee EP at the end of 2019 
um, and it was going to go all we're going to sort of play it during 2020 mm-hmm. and then there was a global pandemic so we caused we caused a global pandemic <laughs> that, rather than people have to listen to us <laughs> everybody was locked behind the door uh, a similar <laughs> thing happened with us with the album actually yeah, right? yeah, yeah I mean, it was kind of right there right? set us all back I know. it was rubbish wasn't it I, that's how I would summarise that it was rubbish R- rubbish is that probably, was rubbish aye, that, was that was rubbish, rubbish. Mm-hmm. That, that two two Arnold. years yep. of uh, hee haw yep so, uh, which which Rage Against the Machine track have you picked? Um, anything we swearing in it that yeah. you, you need to It's just going to keep me in my toes. Aye. That's beep, good. Beep. You've, got a, you've got a beep button there. I've got you? a beep button. Right, uh, so let's go for it. Yeah. Uh, uh, so <laughs> one person that came on my show and sent me some tracks to see if I'd beeped out all the swear words. It would have sounded like Morse code. But anyway, <laughs> well, I think we'll just about get away with this one. This is uh, Rage Against the Machine, and this is Killing in the Name. Now you do what they told you. Now 
told you. Now you do what they told you. Now you do what they told you. Now you do what they told you. Rage Against the Machine, Killing in the Name. Uh, brilliant choice. Thanks so much for picking that, Tony. Um, and we were just seeing off mic there. That, that kept Mr. Cowell off the number one spot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a few year back. Maybe uh, ten years ago now. Ten years ago. Great. What a great achievement. Great achievement. Ah. Full on spat the dummy, didn't oh, he? Oh, he's yeah. raging. He was Full raging. Full on spat the dummy. He was raging. And don't you just love that? <laughs> Get it up him. Uh, <laughs> you like to say that? So you can say that all you like. That's not swearing. Stop swearing, Tony. We'll beat that out later. But no, that's that's all good. So, uh, next up, uh, The Clash. Way. I, I would. I, I could just sit here and play the Clash I all know. night. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you picked a track off London Calling, which I was planning to play a track off London Calling anyway, because it came out in December '79, uh, and it came out on the 10th of January in 1980 in America. But you've picked one off London Calling. What's mm-hmm. the reason for picking that? Um, it's all lost in the supermarket. Yeah. Um, the, the that album itself was just monumental for me. Actually. I, I I used to I actually listen to the Strokes before I listen listen to the Clash, uh-huh. um, and it was that way where you're kind of you're tracing back the steps to how the Strokes came about and uh, the Clash were like it was almost like has anybody heard of this band the Clash? <laughs> 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 and, um, but London Collins obviously it's, you know it's up there it's it's in it's in my top five anyway. Uh, yeah, um, yeah, it's, just, it's so good. Um, but this song in particular, it's not the most Clash-esque song even, you know, uh-huh. but the lyrical content, the whole mood and atmosphere of the song, uh, I just thought it was. It kind of resonated with me whenever I first discovered it, if I can <laughs> use that phrase. Um, just that kind of, the, the alienation of it and the, the just... Joe Strummer, he's obviously he's just a poet, and I just think he's he's got a, a sort of moral compass through everything that he does as well. Well, this um, is it, and he's just been a massive inspiration to so many people. Mike, um, Mike Jones, a writer as well. Too. Aye, oh. aye. And, Jeez, um, I just love this song. I think that if um, if I hadn't heard this song, I don't know if I would write in the kind of style that I write in. Brilliant. This kind of this this sort of not that all all of our songs are like this, but. This particular one, it's um, just that sort of feeling of being on the periphery, almost uh-huh. like being a pariah as such. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just had a, a real direct influence on, on our band. 
Uh, I think, I mean, London Calling for me, is, uh, you know, I've got all our albums and, I mean, there's this myth, well, in my opinion, about the second album, um, Give Them Enough Rope being a like, difficult second album. I think it's a brilliant Great album. record, man. Mm-hmm. I know, and then they kind of went away and licked their wounds a bit. I think it was, uh, they got Guy Stevens in, mm-hmm. um, and he was a nutter, you know, mm-hmm. famous producer, but a nutter, and there's great footage of the sessions and... Uh, Sussex Studios, where he's ch- lobbing chairs oh, about. Chairs and at the band and the uh, piano. It's just yeah, like yeah, this. <laughs> yeah, he's, throw, he's throwing chairs about and he's got a, a ladder and he's throwing it against the wall. Is that not how you do it? That's yeah. how you do it. <laughs> he says, I just wanted to get direct energy because the Clash were so um, amazing on stage. He says, I, I want that on the record. I want that energy on yep. the record. I, I, think, I think the Clash being the band that they, that they are, <clears throat> they're so diverse in what they do. Oh, um, it, it would be difficult, I suppose, to do that because I, I, you know they're obviously perfectionists to do what they do. Um, but the I was actually really lucky to see Joe Strummer uh, in the Masqueraders. Oh, me of the too. First team the parts I ever went oh, to. Oh wow! And um, <clears throat> they they ended it with um, I fought the law. I think they ended it with that. Were uh-huh. you there? No, no, no. I seen them at the Barland a couple of times. Mm-hmm. Um, well, that was just that was just madness. Like uh, for me, there uh, as a teenager to see that it was like it just completely magnified how good the Clash were. And, oh, I know. This, uh, it, because Joe Joe had uh, put an album Earthquake Weather, and he came to Glasgow in about uh, eighty seven, eighty eight, around about uh, then. I think it was eighty nine. Eighty nine, aye, and he did a, a a store signing thing in Union Street in HMV. So I was working in the town, uh, and so I went out in my lunch hour. Um, but I was working in an office, so I went out with my suit and shirt and tie and all that. So I went in this queue at uh, in Union Street, and all these guys with black leather jackets and spiky hair and all that. So I'm standing there like somebody at a CID, and then. Um, <laughs> Uh, so I, I got all the way to the front and Joe's like, oh, hi, how you doing? Kinda, and so he, he, he signed my album, uh, what's your name? To Brian, love the suit, Joe Strummer. <laughs> oh, wow, man. <laughs> wow. Class. Uh, it's one of my prized possessions. Uh, no wonder. I keep saying that to my kids. Most of my stuff's going to go on a skip when I go, but see that. That's coming with me. Oh, that's that's good. Uh, totally, man. Well, oh, don't you hate me, but I saw the clash at the Apollo in 81. Ah, oh, man, I'm not allowed to swear. I'm not allowed to swear. Is was that the theatre? Was that the theatre of oh, eight one? Brilliant, no, the, uh, the, the Apollo, aye. Aye, aye. Okay, see, my, uh, see that. Before, see, Gary, you, you've probably brought this show to a grind and halt. And then 84, they played the bars without Jones and in, in, um, in Heaton. Uh-huh. And they did that kind of cut the crap. Oh, yeah, yeah. the bars as well, but it was amazing. Wow. See, because I, I was. Flash r- at the bars. I, I know. And, and it wow. did happen, though. People. Uh, wow. it, it was, well, I'm sure it was 84. I see, that, that, that was the mark, too. That was just Joe and. Better Pop. live. The record was terrible, but the, This uh, Is England was good. See. The album with the. Everybody the tour says was that. Good. The tour Don't was speak good. of the dead, Kino. I know. Because the thing is, see that one you're talking about, Gary? Because my good friend, Stephen Williamson. Got tickets, he says, uh, do you want to go? I says, yeah, The Clash and Theatre of Hate, Kurt Brandon. I'm like, this is amazing. So I went and it's asked my mum, because I was only 13. And she's like, no, no way. I'm like, what do you mean, no way? I didn't <laughs> tell my mum, I just <laughs> went. <laughs> she says, no, you can't go. And so I was, I was for leaving home. And mm. me, me and my pal Stephen still joke about this to this day. 
you know, every time we talk about stuff about the clashes, like, and I, and I only mentioned uh, 1981 because it was. Oh, it was brilliant. It was the best uh, gig ever, no luck, man. Sorry, Brian. See, I, he- I heard it was utterly terrible. Nah, I, so well, <laughs> what, what I will say is, I think I was about 15 whenever I saw that, and I'd t- uh, it was Joe Strummer and Mascalero was at Team in the Park, and I got a job. In Lidl, other supermarkets <laughs> are available. <laughs> um, which my auntie uh, managed to wangle for me. <laughs> and um, I got cash in hand and fainted into a crappy pile of champagne. <laughs> um, but just got enough money to pay for the tea and the pack ticket. There yeah, you that's go. It, that's punk rock uh, in uh, essence. Uh, I know. That's what I was thinking, actually. Because the thing is, the clash came back <laughs> a, 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 year, a year or so later. And uh, because I was a year older, I don't know what difference a year makes when you're 14. But anyway. So I was allowed to go, and uh, I got tickets. The Clash were th- playing through in Edinburgh uh, Playhouse. Playhouse, that's right, eh? So, but that tour well, hadn't been selling very well. Apparently, this I only found out a few years ago, and Bernie Rhodes told Joe he'd just disappeared. Went to France when it went to France? So they cancelled wow. it. So I'm, I, I was sitting waiting to go to school, eating my Cocoa Pops, other cereals are available, and my mum... From come Lidl and... Aye, uh, my mum came in with the newspaper, which had just been delivered, say... It's, Joe Strummer, is that that guy from The Clash? <laughs> I says, aye, how does my mum know this guy's name? Oh, it's in the paper. You're he's no going. He's went missing. And I was like, <laughs> you are kidding. So I, I, I never got to see The Clash, but well. Oh, man. But I'm, I'm just a bit over it. I'll tell you a little bit I'm just oh, about 35 years later, and I'm just a bit over Wait, it. But what, since well, Gary's brought it up tonight. that was, because I'm sure I went to four gigs in about two weeks. It was UB40. <laughs> It was madness and the clash all in the same ten days. Wouldn't thank you for your B forty. Oh, it was amazing, man. So I smelt that uh, thing. Uh, herb, herb. All oh, so, right, sorry. Right. Uh, so all my all my therapy, which was going so well, has all been undone in ten minutes by Gary John Kane from Button Up Records. By the way, just so you know, Kano told me to hide in the time capsule films until <laughs> King Cut sold quite well. <laughs> anyway, this is the clash at Cam Glen Radio, and this is Lost in the Supermarket. Long distance calls And the silence makes me lonely 
Clash, lost in the supermarket, usually after my show I head to the supermarket, but tonight I'm completely off off the reins, so... We're going uh, to the pub, right? Going to the pub, aye, uh, sounds good. Um, so that's Clash, lost in the supermarket of London Call, and joined tonight by Tony Costello from Tiana Bibles and Gary John Keane from Button Up Records. Guys, thanks so much for coming in. Uh, no worries. Pleasure. So any chat about your brand new album, which is Free Milk... Uh, when did the album come out? The 8th of December 2023, apparently, which was Usually last year. Not even a month. Last year? Last year or last month? What were you really? Oh, it's yesterday. <laughs> yesterday. So it's, it's either a new or a classic. It's out now. It's, it's out, right now. out it's now. Fresh. Go get it. still fresh. It is fresh. And uh, when did you start working on it? Um, we recorded it just at, just as the pandemic um, hit. We were kind of sneaking. Have all these tracks been? Uh, we were same? sneaking in. I um, wow. uh, um, uh, not actually breaking the law at that point. Yeah. I must say, <laughs> yeah, um, absolutely. So, <laughs> and uh, I, so we were kind of we were working away on it. Oh wow. Mm-hmm. And then, um, as I say, I, I, Gary, thank you so much for sending that through a few weeks ago, and I've, I've played a few tracks off it. Um, absolutely brilliant album. I mean, it's, it's it sounds like a great set, even though it's a, a debut. Oh well, thanks very much. Mm-hmm. Aye, well, uh, aye. Aye, we tried our best. Uh, no, and then from a songwriting point of view, is uh, how, how does that? How does that? What's it between the whole four, or who, who who's been songwriting? Aye. Um, we, we all um, we all contribute to it. Um, yeah. I think that we've kind of probably the easiest way to kind of describe it is that we've got two different ways of doing it. Um, that, um, well, maybe actually probably three. Every now and then, Jane, James will come in. Not every now and then. Quite often, James <laughs> will come in. We are a really cool hook, and um, we'll start building off of that yeah. um, when we're in the studio. Um, 
every now and then, quite often actually, I'll yeah. come in with a kind of an idea for a song, um, definitely the, the, the vocal and the melody of that, and a bit of an idea of what we want to do, and the guys will, I mean, Put their signs down. This is the worst thing ever, but I'm going to be complimentary to them. They are so talented that. Do you realise that's handsome? I know, I know, they're definitely not handsome. They're so talented that I can go in with an idea of what I want to do with a song, and it'll be like, here's a very basic rhythm, here's a very basic bass line and a guitar hook, and, you know, they'll full on bring it to life and, and I can then really focus on the vocal and, and the lyrical content of what we want to do and um, there's other occasions as well where they'll click into gear and, and I'll take a wee back seat and uh -huh. just listen to what's happening and um, and then try to work off of that um, that's kind of what happened with the wave for instance um, I, I'll, I'll just try to jump on and, and, and do a vocal right there and then and, uh -huh. and we'll hopefully catch the energy of what's happening there See, I love that. I love that because, I mean, in the band that I'm in, you know, I've written a, a couple of songs, but most, I mean, we talked about Neil, who's a um, friend of yours, he's mm -hmm. a uh, trumpet player, and, I mean, these are, all these guys in the band are like proper musicians, you mm -hmm. know, they actually notes and, you know, all this kind of stuff. Yep. Whereas, whereas I'm kind of um, a farmyard musician. Best way to be, man. Yeah, so, so I, I can go up and kind of, you know, when I was, a couple of songs that I wrote, I, I was kind of whispering in their ears, mm -hmm. you know, you know, a bit like this, but mm. there was no melody to it as such. Mm -hmm. And then they would come back with aye. a bit like this, aye. and it was exactly like this. Aye, aye. And, and I'm like, that's exactly. Yeah, well, no, I wouldn't say that a whisper. Uh, yeah, <laughs> well, I, well, I do because if you heard, Tony, if you heard me singing, you would be pleased that it was a whisper. <laughs> uh, no, I, I mean, the, the, just the, the the thing is, we always like we're we're very close, uh -huh. um, you right. know, regardless of the band. Um, the band's obviously just it's what <laughs> what it's it's greater than the sum of your parts as uh -huh. such, you know, and it's taken us so many places and given us so many experiences and and we've met so many cool people um, from that and we're as Kano's get these thumbs up, there. yeah, like, <laughs> like me. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you know, it's just um, aye, but it's quite. A, I mean, I, I can't describe what the feeling is, but it's quite a cool feeling when. Um, it 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 does all kind of start you know pulling in the, the in the same direction yep. and it just clicks and you go ah, yes ah, ah, I totally I mean like I, I've got I mean my phone's clogged full of me mumbling into it at uh -huh. half four in the morning yep. with rough ideas and, and lyrics scribbled down and um, tapping on the on the desk a, a, a rough kind of rhythm and what have you uh -huh. and then you know you could a b that way something that's on the album sure and you go wow man how good is that drum part how good is that bass how good is that guitar and and the layers that, that we kind of all contribute to so it's oh. uh, it's it's, um, it's a good process it is a, a good process as i say we put our ep in 2019 and marty who's our keyboard saxophone musical director guy we, we recorded it in his house and all our bits kind of separate and he kind of waved a magic wand over it type thing and sent me the, what you know two of the tracks that I'd written, and he sent me the tracks, and I was like, "This is amazing!" Mm -hmm. And then we, when, when we put it out, it was in a, in a sleeve and a cover, and my name was on it, and I was like, "I was like Willy Wonka going to Willy Wonka." <laughs> and I was like, "This is absolutely <laughs> amazing!" <laughs> so uh, I, as you see, I, I've picked all the tracks from the album that we're playing tonight. Uh, 
to Tina Warren Bibles, brand new album, Free Milk, a uh, billionaire head. Mm-hmm. What's anything you tell us about that? Uh, I, uh, I mean that kind of that was a bit sort of shape shifted again while we were in the studio. So we we had an idea of what we were doing with that, and um, I, I came up with this sort of counter chorus while we were in the, the studio, which became the chorus. Uh-huh. Um, and I think the album is such, it's just, there's an energy throughout the album. Oh, that, that definitely. Because it's just, a, it's, it always seems to be an ongoing process with us until it's actually set in stone. That's that song finished, uh-huh. it's recorded, it's out. Um, but I that that song, I, I, I can't say too much about it, I suppose. It's just well, I'll let, I'll let the song do its talking for itself. This is uh, Tiana Vibles. It's off a brand new album, Free Milk, and it's a billionaire head.
Sienna Vibles, brand new track off their brand new album Free Milk and it's Billionaire Head. I'm joined by Tony Castell, the lead singer, and I'm busy telling him, Tony, there's 30 seconds to go in this track. <laughs> and he's like, hi, Brian, I know, I'm singing. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm joined in the studio by Tony and Gary John Kane from Button Up Records. But yeah, Gary, thank you so much for coming in. No choice. No choice. That's <laughs> it. It was like a make it make a wish foundation uh, thing. Take Tony out for the night. It's great. Yeah, uh, yeah. The uh, lovely uh, little bag of crisps uh, against and Chapman's actually <laughs> currently <laughs> sitting on his knee <laughs> while he It's like a ventriloquist doll. Behaves. <laughs> <laughs> I know. So uh, when did when did you get involved with the band? First of all, I met Tony. Was yeah. in a five or side court. Clumb behind Cope Bridge and nutmegged me. Did he? I was in the twilight of my career and he was a young whippersnapper. <laughs> <laughs> and he was just, he was too fast. Too so fast. I, I actually finished my football career, so I'd like to thank you for that, Tony Live. You're here. more than welcome. No, uh, I was good friends, like, and Cope Bridge is a, is a brilliant community for music, so once people get involved, like, Jimmy Neal was the kind of our Keith Richards, I know that sounds crazy, he'll love that. Uh, he was, he was like an older guy and he toured with everybody and, yeah, and we all looked up to him and he, and he always helped us out with gear and amps, so that each generation that came through, the other one we go and support them, uh-huh. and we always did that. And I remember mm-hmm. seeing Tony and his band. Oh God, must have seen it ten times mm-hmm. over the years. Maybe the first ever gig I saw them. Sure. one of those tournament trails years ago. Yeah. Oh yeah, so yeah. Kind of let's go in and see it. And the PA was pathetic, but the band had some energy. Yeah. And then in COVID, I knew their album was going to come out somewhere, but then COVID kind of stopped every band across. Uh, and then whatever happened to other things, me and Tony good enough friends, and I brought out. A couple of good records, like recently Colonel Mustard, Dijon Five did okay. So yeah, I can only do so many at a time. But when Tony suggested, I thought this is this this is a no-brainer for me. I was like, this is fantastic. So again, when I heard the actual tracks, I was like, man, let's do this. This is going to be great. So and, and it was quite. That was from about July. We decided mm-hmm. on it. So we did turn it around quick. Yeah, yeah. And he wanted it out in December. The band was like, that's Christmas time. That's <laughs> Daniel O'Donnell and Jingle yeah, Bells and Mariah Carey. Well, but Mariah it worked. Carey gets it worked. We got in the charts and we did it through hard work, yeah. slogan, yeah. really social media pests. But no, no. It worked. Mm, it no. worked. And people have loved the record. The reviews, we must have got about 17 real good reviews from people who can be very critical and they all gave it a yeah, thumbs up. So that I'm really still waiting on that, on like. Jeremy Bido or Ashton Kutcher or other pranksters <laughs> are available. I know. Um, jumping out. That's a Scottish way, but aye, some, go, some goes really well. You're like, right, what's coming what, at us? What's coming at us? No, because, I mean, I, I'm really lucky with this show that you know, people like you send send me music and I, I listen to it all and you, you get that kind of listening to it through your fingers that, you know, if you don't like it, you go, God, I, God I'm going to have to play this on my show. It doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't happen very often. <laughs> But and I'm not obviously Brian. I know. I'm I only picked four. I know. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not just saying that because you're on the show. Because um, I, I love I love guitar bands. I love good people that you know put put a lot of effort in, in the energy in your album from track one to I think track is that eleven tracks on it. Absolutely you brilliant. It. You can hear yes, it all the way. Um, and as I say. Um, yeah, I had, I had to pick four songs for, for tonight, and genuinely by mid afternoon I had six, and two two are no getting on. But um, <laughs> that's a sin, man. That's a sin. Play them in the car park. I'll play them. I totally. I'll play them next week. Get for them on sh- in the pub. I uh, know. So, so how can people get hold of the album? Well, it's available in all good record shops. But <laughs> I've got to say, cause I, I do work and love music at Dundas Street, so I go in there to get signed ones in, and that's exclusive. Sorry, yep. I sign all that, but aye. And obviously through burnuprecords.co.uk, 
UK slash shop. Yes. And you even get t-shirts there. T-shirts. Which you have now own one. Yes. An exclusive I, t-shirt. You uh, own. I, I, I will model that after the <laughs> Thank show. Thank you, uh, <laughs> uh, People will wait. Well, uh, I, might, I, might, I might not be the best model of the t-shirt. We can, we, can, we can cut my head. Great, we can bl- blur out my head. <laughs> Brian, you'll be stunning. Have stunning. a bit of faith in yourself. Absolutely. Absolutely. You can do anything, man. So you can. Um, maybe we should get Tony. We were all Vikings last week. Did you do the Viking thing on... Media. I did, but I couldn't shave. I shoot. loved it. A great I, hair and bald as a cute. I literally, like I, I literally couldn't put that on because the proclaimers need to get back on <laughs> to it. I know, but, but it was brilliant. <laughs> but it was pure boredom. It was dry January. You know so. what to do with the t-shirt? Actually, we should mm. do that thing where you tie it up. At the bottom of the 80s, guys. I'll do that, but you're of an age you can do that. No, believe me, I'm really rest, not. Rest I'm really up. not. Really There's some serious belly button fluff. Uh, that, would be, that would be the pregnant look. Cobra Stars team, I mean. What a team. I know. So, thanks very much for coming in. Next up's brand new music for our band, Sleeping Souls. They're playing at King Tut's on the 23rd of January. Get along if you can. This is called Scared of Living.
that's uh, Sleeping Souls, that's Scared of Living, that's off their brand new album, and it's called Just Before the World Starts Burning. Very good, very good. Yeah, really good, looking forward to it. Um, they're playing King Tut's 23rd of January. I'm joined in the studio tonight by Tony Costello from TNM Bibles and Gary John Kane from Button Up Records. So they've been picking some tracks. Tony, you've pu- picked a Public Image Limited, and I've got a T-shirt yeah, on. Big so t-shirt. <laughs> there you go. Love that. Uh, so uh, this is a uh, hike from 1983, and I went to the Apollo to see the pill on this tour. So what made you pick this track? Uh, it's just a brilliant song, and um, you know, obviously jo- John Lydon's um, vocal in it. Yeah, it's fantastic. Aye. Um, and um, you know, one of the biggest compliments that's been paid to myself is that oh, I can hear a wee bit of John Lydon in that. Yeah, moment. I don't actually think I do sound like him, but I would say that you know, I will revisit uh, when, on, these, I, on these final two tracks and I, see if I've got anything in that. You know, I would say that he has, he's, he's definitely an inspiration to, to what I do, um, my part in the band, being a vocalist. I think it's about you know, trying to again catching the energy, it's almost like, uh, like. Joaquin Phoenix playing the Joker or something yeah, like that. Yeah. He's, just, he's so theatrical um, and I just love the song. Uh, fantastic. I've queued up for you tonight. This is Public Image Limited uh, from 1983 and this is This Is Not A Love Song. Well, it will be uh, when I queue up in about two minutes' time. Do you want me to sing a love song? Yeah, no, 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 no. We're live on the radio, so... so (laughs) (laughs) Well, we we can tweak that in a wee second. But before before I play that, I will play uh, a song by by The Stranglers. Hugh Cornwall's playing the QMU uh, next week. um, And this is off the album Raven. And this is Duchess.
Yeah, that's uh, that is the Stranglers, Duchess, and that's uh, off the album Raven. And Hugh Cornwall is in the QMU next Friday night. See, um, we are live on the radio, and there, I, I could put it down to technical issues. Mm-hmm. Of course it was. You'd be a liar, Brian. But I'd be a liar, yeah. yeah. It's more that just I'm an idiot. But uh, absolutely but steaming. <laughs> I shouldn't have that set second bottle of tonic wine. Ah, well, you asked what you wanted as a uh, fee, as a man. Gift. Well, see, this then is the thing. People Absolutely. usually bring tea and biscuits, tonic wines. Bro, you wanted t-shirts. I got you t-shirts, yeah. and then well, mm-hmm. you got but your buffy. I'm, I'm yeah. such a difficult diva to to, to deal with. <laughs> I didn't notice that. <laughs> yeah, you bring me a bring me a, a mint viscount, and I'm, I'm happy as Larry. Mm. Oh me. A quality biscuit. What is the best biscuit? Are uh, we bordering on, on like Alan Partridge territory? Aye, chocolate hob, not It's Alan's deep bar. I know. I've always <laughs> wanted to do that. Yeah, but back in. We will review. What's the best biscuit? I know. We will review the number one biscuit <laughs> after this. <laughs> Stay tuned. After I drive to Dundee. Public Emmy biscuits. What's happened? What's happened? The public Emmy's just strangles me. God, no. One minute we're deep into the history of the clash, and now we're on to. Turks v Tea Cakes. Just Anyway, this should be (laughs) Public Emmys Limited. This is not a love song.
There's Public Image Limited from 1983, and this is not a love song. I'm Brian Byrne, this is Gangland Radio 107.9 FM. I'm joined in the studio tonight by Tony Costello from TNA Bibles. Brand new album out just now, um, out at the beginning of December on Button Up Records. Um, and you launched it, I think it was, was the 16th of December in King Tuts? Yeah. How was that? Oh, it was brilliant, man. The place was packing. Uh, again, I can't help but just automatically say thank you so much to everybody for coming to that. Sure. Um, like, you know, right, right in the right in the midst of December. December, aye. Horrendous time to do it. Like, is it to get away from the shopping and the wrapping of presents? Aye, aye there, there was a few bags there. There was a few teddy bears. And, uh, was by the way, no, they no, they kind of teddy bears. No offence, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, That's I, it. It was just brilliant to see the place so busy. It's good um, to be playing again, eh? I, uh, listen, from our point of view, we are the type of band that will play in your living room uh-huh. if you will have us. Um, we kind of lost that um, since, obviously, the whole dreaded pandemic mm. and all that. But we, we have gone anywhere. We'll go anywhere. Well, We've, we've toured Europe. We've toured uh, around Estonia, Latvia, Lithuania. We've been all over the place. Anywhere that... Even Airdrie? Any, huh? Even, you, no, actually. No, is that one? That's we draw the line. Draw the line there. Uh, <laughs> but we will go anywhere and play, and uh, we want to get back to that uh, th- this year. Uh, yeah, so obviously keep us posted any gigs you've got coming up, and Absolutely. I can advertise it on my show for Thanks, you. Thanks, man. So back to the album. Um, third track I've picked off it. Um, see the brand new album that's out just now, Free Milk, is uh, Architect. Mm-hmm. And you can tell us about that. Eh, I suppose for me there's a bit of a kind of different atmosphere to that uh, to, to that track um, in regard to the, the, the album as a whole. Um, it's just about a kind of shady character who's got one face for the public and uh, another for you know who he really is when he stares at himself in the mirror. So you wrote about me? Uh, well, you know. <laughs> uh, uh, I was wondering about that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, I it's just it, it's it's about the kind of that in the broader sense of you know a lot of things going on that the general public don't really know about. Yeah, I'm sure there's a. I, I mean, just this week currently, there's a lot of that kind of going on. There's a lot of people with bodies buried out their back garden and. And they're standing there uh, making sure their tie's in line. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and we'll, and we'll, we'll have a, a full public inquiry and it'll be released in a 400-page uh, report yep. in twel- 20 years. 75 with years. Yep. Yeah, all good. So this is uh, TN of Bibles. It's off a brand-new album, Free Milk, and this is Architect. Kids at school This is a public service announcement 
Tiana Bibles, that's uh, off their brand new album Free Milk, uh, Button Up Records, and that is Architect. I'm Brian Byrne, this is Cam Glenn Radio 107.9 FM. Hurtling through the show, uh, joined tonight by Tony Costello, lead singer from Tiana Bibles, and Gary John Kane from Button Up Records. Guys, Ooh. thank you so much for coming in. No, thank you. For us, man. Next up, David Bowie. You picked a Bowie track. Any particular reason you picked that, that oh, chameleon of a man? He's rubbish, isn't he? He's rubbish. It's just a See if he could just write a tune. Aye. Oh, Jesus. I mean? He's got a lot of potential. Yeah, absolutely. He's wa- he, I think he's one to watch. Aye. <laughs> he caught me a wide Great hair as well, didn't he? Great hair. Uh, great hair. I think hair's overrated. Shite suits, but uh, sorry. Uh, well, listen, I beg to differ, Brian. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You've got a wonderful uh, head of hair. Thanks so much, mate. I've worked on it. Did you buy that as well? Did you buy your hair? No, I bought my hair. I think that was it. Well, uh, part of the deal. I actually did the vocal for the album first, yeah. then all the boys recorded everything around it, and I nipped off to Turkey. <laughs> Turkey? Like, uh, uh, if anything, I should, have, I should have been getting an ear reduction. But we'll, we'll, we'll deal with that later. That's terrible. Second see, album. See, that, that's the thing. My, oh, my lottery tickets can be, 
My lottery tickets come in tonight. The first thing I ever a plate of turkey in the morning. Are you? Nice one. We'll see you then. <laughs> I'd get a fillini. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Just go up. See, I, I thought you had a fillini, but it's yeah, probably a race fillini. I know. So uh, I, I, I wanted a chadori. <laughs> I know. I wanted a head of hair like Johnny Marr. And play, right. play the guitar like him. Anyway, oh, on to David Bowie, you've picked this next track, Starman from 1972. Cue that up just now. Didn't know what time it
Starman by the brilliant David Bowie. Uh, next up uh, from 1996, uh, made it to number 16 in the charts. Don't know how it never got to number one. It's the wonderful Johnny Marr, Bernard Summers, Electronic, and this is for you.
that's Electronic that's from 1996 and that's for you the brilliant Johnny Marr and Bernard Summers put their heads together and we got that Fantastic, I'm Brian Burns. this is Cam Glenn Radio 107.9 FM, joined tonight in the studio by Tony Costello from Tiana Bibles and Gary John Kane from Button Up Records, thanks guys, we're in the last half hour, um, as I say, Slow by. I know, my, my week goes as slow as a week in the jail, but this has been the quickest hour and a half of the week for sure, so, um, I mean, uh, you know, we've been chatting about your new album, Free Milk, which is out just now. Um, I mean, what would you say, um, maybe a few general question, but in terms of influences on the band and their sound, mm-hmm. is there any bands that you feel that had an impact on you as a songwriter and as a musician? Um, I suppose as a band, we've all got different sort of influences. Um, but I, I think the one that's kind of universal for us is, is um, The Strokes, is, is yep. a huge influence. Um, I would... That's kind of our go-to band whenever yeah. we listen to music. Um, Oasis, huge for us as well. Um, big, big, solid guitar band, but aye. Yeah. I mean, listen, there's no getting away from that. Um, no, just like bands. Why would you? Aye, b- bands that can write a, a melody act. that have got a bit of attitude, get a bit of grit about it, yeah. and really want to burst through your headphones um, without sounding too Van Halen about it. No, I mean, I mean <laughs> because I mean a lot of the bands like we talked about the Clash earlier on. I mean, I could actually I can actually watch the Clash with the sound off because there's so much energy on the stage. Mm-hmm. The music's amazing. But I do that you, with Kylie Minogue. <laughs> that's a completely different conversation, though. Sorry. <laughs> but as you see, when you see uh, a band that can actually play, I'm cancelled. Uh, you see. They actually play with a bit of energy and they perform. They look as if they want to be there on the stage. I, I absolutely yep. love that. Mm-hmm. Um, and as I say, if, if from the whole, whole overall process, what, what's your favourite part of it? You sort of uh, writing, recording, playing live. What's what's your your, your most comfortable thing? Um, I, there's just moments that that um, you experience. Um, you know, being in a band or or being a musician, whatever it might be in your life whether you're in a band or not, you, uh, ju- you just get these moments where you go, wow, uh, it's, it just feels good to be doing what I'm doing. Oh, totally, man. Because, see, I'm in a, a band as well, as we spoke about, and, and, you know, I mean, rehearsals can sometimes be a slog, but more often than not, it's the quickest three hours of the week, mm-hmm. and equally hanging about, you know, and before you go on, and then on stage, you're like, you come off and you're buzzing. Aye, but, but I think before I go on stage, I'm I'm really bad uh, for for nerves. Oh, me like, too. Um, uh, <laughs> I have. Uh, <laughs> I've, 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 threw, I've threw up in many a pan, <laughs> many before, a bucket <laughs> before uh, before going mm. on stage. I hate I hate that part of it, but um, when we go on, I love it. I, I just I, I love. When you see somebody that just gets it uh, and really gets it, that's that's what it is about. And when you come off, uh, that sense of relief is actually probably the thing that that's right that that is most prominent, which is weird. Um, but I no, it's just a cool thing to do. It's a cool thing to do with your mates and, and that's, that's a cool. It. Because I, I mean I'm I'm it's not criticism but I'm a kind of painting by numbers guitarist so I kind of need to kind of concentrate and where it was in the band there's loads of guys that can you know feel their way around a tune and a melody and they can make it obviously go along they don't because they, they practice and all that but but I get super nervous as well but I try and just power through it mm-hmm. do you know what I mean mm-hmm. and then when you come off you're like oh. 
I, I, I think it's, it's just an outlet. It's a good outlet. You know that it, it means it means that much to me. It means that much to, to the guys as well. But just speaking from my own point of view, it means that much to me that you know before we go on, it's uh, it's fever pitch. You know, it's totally, it's, and it means you care and all. I, I, I mean, I'm trying to hold it all in, and then when you go on and you have that outlet. Everybody talks about it's so cathartic and blah blah blah. Uh, it is. It, it is. It totally is. Aye. And um, just to, aye, you connect with somebody and you you hear that you can feel the bass. Oh, growling totally. And, and Love that. Like that's what it's all about. You can physically feel that, and it's just amazing. And and, and 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 sometimes when all the notes fall fall in the right order. Uh, and you finish that's the song, handy. and that's sometimes handy. we so, do that. Sometimes we do that as well, and then you get a bit of feedback from the audience. You're like, oh, "That's uh, really great." Do you know what yeah, I mean? You can hear your doubt. <laughs> well, yeah, I know. I my I, dad might like me. I know. Ah. I went to a gig a few weeks ago down at the bungalow, and it was these two brilliant guys, King of Birds, and then uh, Charlie, who's a singer, his wee boy was there. It was a Saturday afternoon session thing, and after every song, his wee boy went, "Daddy." I love you. <laughs> Class. That's it was absolutely. Go, I, I know. I know. Love that. By the way, on that point, could I just say? Yeah. Shout out to the mom and dad. By the way. Absolutely. Shout, especially my dad, Jerry. Yes. Give him a shout. Especially him this Get week. Get in, in Jerry. Particular eye. What's up? Some player <laughs> went to Kano. I'll tell he's you all right. He's all right. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't nutmeg me as good as you, but <laughs> well, that's by the way, that, that's now on record. That I will speak to you about that later. Traumatised, and then uh, I'll send you a copy of this show, and you can just cross the road. You can just isolate this bit of conversation and put on an album. <laughs> you sample it into your song. <laughs> so next up, you've picked a Strokes tune. Tell me why you picked this one. I just because really, you know, we're talking about influences um, on the band as such. I, I think we've all got very different influences. Um, there's obviously huge crossovers. We we, we listen. You, the the playlist that Mikey's got in his motor is the same that James will bring in uh, one day and blah blah blah. However, the one kind of constant is the Strokes. We just strokes. love the Strokes. Ah, uh, cool. So we queue that up just now. Uh, this is Strokes from 2011. This is taken for a fill.
Uh, that's the Strokes, that's taken for a full. Uh, next up, from 1985, the brilliant Echo and the Bunnymen, and this is Bring On the Dancing Horses. Fabulous Echo and the Bunnymen on Friday night. That's Bring On the Dancing Horses from 1985. Um, didn't join tonight by Tony Costello from Tiana Bibles. And Tony, thank you so much for giving that chunky Friday night for us here at Cam Glen. My pleasure. Uh, it was That's probably. Thanks, <laughs> Thanks, Thanks, <laughs> Thanks, well, that was Gary. Is that, are you clapping now? What are you doing? <laughs> uh, round of applause. 
<laughs> Round of applause for Tony. <laughs> Don't count that you're more popular than you. Go on. <laughs> so, um, just to recap, brand new album, Free Milk, out beginning of December on Button Up Records. It's available online, all good record shops. And, uh, and the back of my car. And the back of your oh, car. You'll be able to yeah. get it. You, you're, you're, doing a, you're doing a record fair tomorrow. QMU, yes, I'll be Q- brief. Right? It starts at uh, 11 to 4. I've got a stall. So uh, and you'll have and copies. There are absolutely copies there. Yeah. Right, great stuff. So uh, Original copies, yeah. not like knockoffs. Tony will say, well, if Tony's doing it, you sign them yourself. I've learned it already. Yeah, absolutely. I'm only kidding, I'm only kidding, I'm only So, as I say, thank you so much for coming in. Uh, just about finished, I'm going to hand you over to Stephen Payton at the top of the hour. I'm going to play one more track from the album, and it's Mothman. Uh, are we sound better about that? Uh, I, th- this song, I suppose, uh, people have been talking about the album, it's like a kind of a political commentary almost, but this yeah. one is like just about pure inebriation, I would say. <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, but at, at the heart of it, I suppose, it's a bit of a love song. If you th- if you look at the lyrics... Well, uh, alcohol always helps, doesn't aye, it? Listen, <laughs> it really, really does. Aye, it's, it does. It's not the worst. Thing. Well, I'll queue up just now. This is Deanna Vibles off the brand new album Free Milk, and this is Mothman.
Eyes. Yeah, it was Mothman by Tiana Bibles. I thought their brand new album, Free Milk. I'm Brian Byrne, this is Cam Lynn Radio. Uh, next up, there is uh, Big Fat Panda. There is a Big Fat Panda uh, tribute night at the Classic Grand, the 24th of February. Uh, we're all gathering together to celebrate the life of the late, great Andrew uh, Laidlaw, uh, Esperanza, Bomb Scare, Scapones, Doug Who's Ska Band, and Miggy. Um, going to be a cracking night, 24th of February. Get along to that and uh, finish up with a brand new track from Cesar up on the satellites. Uh, it's off their brand new album, Home, and I'll pass you on to Stephen Payton. He'll take you through 8 till 10. I'll be back with you next week. Take care of yourselves. This is a brilliant Big Fat Panda. This goes out to the Ska family out there, because by Stevie. And uh, see, this is she, is she makes. Sense. This is uh, Big Fat Panda on Cam Glen Radio. And she knows when I have got to walk away from everything once in a while. And she knows when I am feeling just a little bit down She brings me round
Hi, this is Jinky. And this is Joe from Caesar. And you're listening to Brian Byrne. Music in the Key of Life show on Cam Glen Radio.